It is time for another Lawyer Talk Q&A session. We have uh, been getting questions rolling in on LawyerTalkPodcast.com ever since we started this little Q&A series. Uh, it dawned on me, you know, maybe about a year too late that uh, we do get questions. And when I answered them, they were typically done in the context of our roundtable discussions, the longer um, free-form conversations, arguments, debates, uh, monologues, whatever you want to call it, uh, over there at the Lawyer Talk podcast table. So it dawned on me that maybe we should just do some shorter bite-sized chunks, uh, really take these questions, uh, answer them in a few minutes, meaning like maybe less than 20, maybe 10 minutes, uh, and that way people can digest it in uh, bite-sized chunks. So here's uh, the latest question, and it's a good one now. I'm going to preface this by saying we've already covered some of this, so I'm not going to go into huge detail, and that makes it better, I think. So if somebody wants the full history I covered this uh, thoroughly with a long, boring monologue back in episode 183 of Lawyer Talk Podcast. There were some others at the table, and um, they just let me ramble about it because I was interested in the topic. And what is the topic, you might ask? Packing the Supreme Court or court packing. And the question here comes from John, uh, and he says, Good evening, Steve. Do you think Biden will try to uh, change the Supreme Court by adding new judges before 2024 if it appears he will lose? Uh, and there's a follow-up question to that. Is there any historic or legal reason why he could increase the amount of judges? How many judges is too many? Well, this is uh, there's a lot baked into that. And, and as I said, I did it back in episode 183, a pretty extensive uh, history of this. I did some research one night because I was curious and I came in and just dumped it out. But here's the deal. The U.S. Supreme Court was established, or the court system rather, was established by the Constitution. And the Constitution does not specify how many justices there are in the U.S. Supreme Court. And frankly, if you go all the way back to the case of Marbury versus Madison, that's where this court packing history sort of begins. Uh, I'm not going to go into the details of that because I already have. But it wasn't always the case that we had this thing called judicial review. It wasn't always the case in our country. In fact, the Constitution doesn't really establish it. Uh, that the U.S. Supreme Court was the final say-so on law, on constitutional issues. But it has come to be that because of Marbury versus Madison. Again, I'm not going to uh, go through the painstaking details of that. Go back and listen. It's interesting. Um, but the, the bottom line now is that the U.S. Supreme Court has the final say-so over constitutional legal issues. So if there's a, an act of Congress or a certain uh, law in the state or an action by the state that violates the Constitution, uh, you can go all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court, and if they want to hear it, they will decide the constitutional issue and either strike down the law as violating the Constitution or uh, declaring it um, uh, constitutional or, or saying it's not, it doesn't violate the Constitution. Now, this question certainly arose or arises because of the recent Supreme Court uh, arguments in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Dobbs is an abortion case where the Supreme Court appears to be revisiting some of the issues in Roe v. Wade and Casey versus Planned Parenthood. Again, I'm not going into that in some uh, in any great detail, but uh, uh, I think the political question here is if the U.S. Supreme Court strikes down Roe v. Wade or changes substantially the law of Roe v. Wade and or abortion. Now, just to sum this up, what they're really saying uh, in, in Roe v. Wade and, and what the Dobbs challenge really is, uh, it's about federalism. It's about whether the abortion issue should be a state or a local issue rather than a federal constitutional issue. In other words, is there a constitutional right to have an abortion? And uh, we can debate this till the cows come home, but uh, Roe v. Wade and a string of cases that led up, led up to Roe sort of invented uh, a right to privacy 
and uh, in this penumbrum of other rights that we have, and they established a right to abortion. Now, the opponents of that are saying there should be no right to abortion. This is really a legislative issue. This should be solved at the local level. So it's really not about um, declaring abortions unconstitutional. It is saying there is no constitutional right to an abortion, uh, and that means that any local state legislative body uh, maybe even the federal uh, government through Congress could pass a law outlawing or permitting abortions. So uh, it, it's not necessarily what the the politicians and the pundits would make it seem. Nonetheless, uh, I think the political concern here is that uh, if the court strikes down Roe versus Wade, is that going to be the final impetus that Biden and company will need to actually add Supreme Court justices? They will say, and I heard this happen, or I heard this argument uh, in the elections and after the elections, is that uh, we're not packing the court, say the Democrats. It is Trump who packed the court because he appointed so many judges. Well, that's just nonsense if you follow any... Uh, this is this is my pet peeve about politicians, and and particularly it seems right now those on the uh, the left side of the aisle, they just change what the definition is and then run with it. So when people say pack the court, they go back to Roosevelt, and we'll talk about that in a second, and threatening to pack the court, add judges to the U.S. Supreme Court. So in a in a shifty, uh, rather in a, innovative, I should say, uh, play on words. Uh, the Dems just said, well, no, we're not packing the court. We're just making it equal. We're just equalizing it because Trump packed the court with too many judges that believe the way he does, which is to say they believe uh, the opposite of what we do. Um, now, uh, is it permissible? I guess the question is, is it permissible uh, for Biden to pack the court? And if so, how is he going to do it? And uh, per this question, uh, how many judges could he add? How many are too many? And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the short answer is yes, he could probably uh, add Supreme Court justices, but it's not going to be so simple. He's going to have to have probably uh, uh, congressional support to do that. And and there's this uh, other nasty thing in the way called the filibuster, which is uh, an agreement on how uh, on supermajorities, et cetera. Again, I'm not going into it, but uh, there would have to be a couple things that would topple before I think he had full congressional support to get that done. But Here's how this goes. Uh, in history, the U.S. Supreme Court does not have a designated number of justices. We have nine right now. Uh, when the country was first founded, uh, we had, uh, I think it was six. I can't, I can't recall exactly. We have to go back and uh, listen to my history lesson. But uh, the idea in the beginning is, is that we were going to add a federal or a uh, U.S. Supreme Court judge or justice, one for each federal circuit court of appeals that we have. So now we have at the trial court level in the federal judicial system, we have um, district courts. That's like the lowest court uh, in the federal system. And if you lose in district court, you go up to the court of appeals and those are called circuit courts. If um, you're in Ohio, Michigan, Tennessee, I think Kentucky and some other areas uh, in that swath, you're in some, you're in the sixth circuit. And we call these circuits because there was a time that the U.S. Supreme Court justices actually rode circuit. This goes all the way back to the common law with um, uh, I think Henry the first, and then later Henry the second, they used to ride circuit around the kingdom and provide justice to those who needed equity, and uh, they call that riding circuit. Uh, so the the circuit courts are just that. The U.S. Supreme Court justices would go to their respective circuits and assist in the court of appeals decisions. Uh, now this was somewhat because there wasn't enough money and funds and resources to have what we have now, which is independent circuit courts where there's courts of there's justices that sit on each circuit court of appeals 
and decide cases. The U.S. Supreme Court justices no longer ride circuit. Um, so they would add justices when they added a circuit. The more the country grew, the more states we added, the more circuits we had, and the more that were created, they would add a justice. So that seems sort of fair, right? I mean, it wasn't done politically. It was done more out of uh, geographic necessity. If you're riding circuit down in um, uh, Louisiana or, or say, uh, the, Deco- or, um, uh, the Carolinas, uh, you're not going to go out to the western states as they opened up uh, new circuits. It just didn't make any sense. And the justices really hated it because it was rough. It was rough travel. It's not like they got on their posh uh, private jets and flew around the country. They actually had to ride in stagecoaches and horses and uh, sleep with strange bedfellows, as one of the stories goes, uh, in, uh, in various inns across the country. So that practice stopped, I think, somewhere around the turn of the century. Uh, and, and then everything is sort of established until you get to Roosevelt. Now, this is a similar political situation to the one we have now. We had Roosevelt who was trying to pass his New Deal, um, which was patently unconstitutional by every stretch of the word. Uh, and the U.S. Supreme Court said so. They said, look, you have no authority to do this. Uh, Congress can't pass these kind of laws because uh, these are state issues. Uh, back in those days, you know, it meant something to have a state. They had their own independent sovereignty. They call that federalism. Uh, and Roosevelt wanted to dictate from above what the states were going to do, all the way down to how much uh, farmers could charge for their crops and what crops they could plant and grow. And that still uh, actually lasts today if you look at uh, what goes on in um, in mass farming. But at any rate, for several years, the U.S. Supreme Court said, no, you can't do it. It's unconstitutional. They struck down every attempt by Roosevelt to pass a new deal. And then Roosevelt says, well, guess what? Um, looks like uh, I think out of the good of the for the good of the people uh, and, you know, the population's growing. I think it's time we add some justices. And uh, we're just going to make it 15, um, and, and that way uh, it'll, it'll be a more balanced approach, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, lo and behold, uh, after that, the Supreme Court had a, um, let's just say they reconsidered the issue. And all of a sudden, uh, it turns out what Roosevelt was trying to do with his New Deal became constitutional. Uh, so it, that eliminated the need for Roosevelt to add justices to add six more to make it 15. And as they say in the day, or looking back, the the historians would say a stitch in time saved nine, meaning all of a sudden the U.S. Supreme Court reversed its field, went backwards, and started uh, permitting as constitutional the New Deal legislation. All right, why do I bring that up? Because that's sort of what we're talking about now with this abortion case and other things. And it's not just a conspiracy theory. The first thing, one of the first things Biden did after signing a string of executive orders, which probably were unconstitutional. Uh, Anyway, after Biden signed a string of executive orders, uh, he creates a committee to explore judicial reform, which is really a committee to determine whether he can pack the court. Now, here's the problem with this is that uh, on the one hand, if you pack the court and even Bernie Sanders, uh, Mr. uh, or red lefty communist Senator Bernie Sanders says, even he says, that's a bad idea because then the other side will just pack the court too. What he's really saying is, where does this end? He's asking, where does this end? Because if we pack the court, then the other side's going to pack the court when they get power back and we're going to end up with just another legislative branch of government. And it just isn't a good practice. Uh, So nonetheless, there are folks who are advocating for this because uh, that's how strongly they feel about things like abortion. And frankly, it's all about abortion, I think. Um, and, and you have judicial activism uh, versus traditional constitutionalists. So uh, Justice Sotomayor might be considered the progressive activist. 
and uh, Clarence Thomas might be considered the strict constructionist or the traditionalist, uh, and they're on the other side of the equation. Thomas would say, look, the Constitution says what it says. Uh, it doesn't say any more than that. We can't create more than that. Uh, there's a process to amend the Constitution. Use it if you must, but don't, uh, don't invent it. Sotomayor would say, no, you know, we can do this. We can do whatever we want. It's, uh, the Constitution is this fungible, uh, flexible document that changes with the times, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you might know where I stand on all this, but nonetheless, uh, that's the debate. So back to the question, do I think Biden is going to try to change the Supreme Court by adding justices? Uh, maybe. And I was very concerned when the Supreme Court started taking cases like this, uh, because if they if they decide cases like this, it's going to be the impetus to uh, for the other side to uh, pack the court or try to pack the court. Now, on the other hand, you can't just say uh, we're not going to take cases or we're going to delay cases uh, that we would otherwise take because we don't want to. Uh, we're worried about the backlash. Uh, but it's not a worry forever. I mean, I think what they're really worrying about is uh, what's going to happen between now and, say, the midterm elections in 2022, November, because if um, if the field gets balanced out again where uh, the Democrats don't have all the authority uh, in Congress or both sides of Congress to get things done, well, then the, the threat to pack the court is significantly diminished, if not eliminated. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, Trump did add some justices, and it changed the balance of the court. It changed uh, the the progressive conservative balance. And now, with the with the addition of Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett, uh, the theory goes we have a chance to sort of undo some of this progressivism that's occurred. Now, I, I am not going to go into all the cases that could change or what that really does for the landscape of constitutional law, but. Um, do I think Biden may change the court? Well, he might if, or he might try at least if the court renders a decision, uh, that is significantly, uh, departing from Roe versus Wade or, or, or just flat out reverses Roe v. Wade and determines that, uh, there is no constitutional right for abortion. You know, that's going to be like, uh, unleashing the chaos upon the world like we have never seen. Uh, it really doesn't change much. I don't think because there are plenty of states who would just permit abortions, uh, maybe some that don't. Um, and it's probably one of my friends, Mark Zatawa, reminds me, you know, the majority of the country, uh, he says, statistically favors abortion. I said, well, that's fine. Then uh, they can vote or do whatever they want uh, wherever they live and they can have abortions. Uh, it's just not a federal constitutional issue. Nonetheless, uh, I don't think it's going to be viewed that way and it's going to be chaos. And is that going to be enough for Biden and company to say, we now are going to pack the court and we're going to have the support because so many people are going to be upset about uh, the abortion ruling that the only way to fix this, the only way to stop these crazy fascists is to add more justices. Um, maybe, maybe. I don't I don't have a good answer, but it, it, it certainly might be enough to drum up support for the job. Now, um, is there an historical legal reason why he could increase the amount of judges. Well, there is no reason why he can, and there's no reason why he can't. It's The Constitution is silent on this. Um, there's a judicial act or some other stuff that we could look for support. But again, it, it's not clear one way or another that he can or can't. And in fact, there's some history that says uh, he can, that they can add judges. judges. Uh, the final question, how many judges is too many? I think any more than nine is too many. I think it, it, this is an opinion question. I'm going to give you my opinion. I mean, we have operated in modern times with a full country, meaning we're not expanding anymore. We're not adding states, at least not uh, like we were historically. And 
uh, nine is getting the job done just fine. Uh, there's a process here, and it's a it's a constitutional process. It is slow and is painful, and it is often inefficient, and it is all done by design, because the founders did not want one party, one person who had the majority at any given time to be able to change everything immediately and flip it around. I mean, the idea is we have a an established framework within which we can work. And it wasn't intended to change efficiently. It was intended to change inefficiently. All you have to do is look at the amendment process and how it all works. So it's, um, it, I think, I think any more than nine is too many. And I think that for a couple of reasons, uh, one, I just said, we're getting the job done just fine, uh, logistically with nine. In other words, it's not like they're overburdened. Uh, they do what they want and they, there's plenty of, um, the judges to get the work done. Uh, beyond that, it's a seesaw. It is a never-ending slippery slope. Whatever cliche you want to use or analogy you want to use, it, I think Bernie Sanders, if there's one thing we would agree on, it is this. If Biden changes the number of justices, whoever is in power next, whether it's the Republicans, some new party, uh, some uh, who knows, they're going to do the same thing. They're gonna, it's just going to be uh, a forever, never-ending process and it'll just become a second Congress. You know, it'll be this uh, this big conglomerate of individuals voting, and and the actual the the structure of the court will be forever lost, or, or the value and meaning of the court will be forever lost. Um, so I think it's a horrible idea to pack the court. I think most constitutional or, or, or legitimate historical constitutional scholars would agree. The progressives would disagree because they say no. These issues are so urgent, so important that we can't wait. We have to act now. We have to um, do things like eliminate the filibuster. We have to do things like add justices. We otherwise all will be lost. And and I should add here, usually the usually the leverage for this comes or the justification comes in the form of catac- cataclysmic, horrible emergency disasters like. Oh, the the Earth is going to explode, or climate is we're going to be overwrought with uh, global warming, and um, we're going to have we have this horrible, out of control, rampant racism. And if you don't give us the authority, if you don't let us, then we're not going to be able to fix the problem. I actually heard some scholars. I, I researched one time. I heard some scholars talking about this, and they were justifying why we need to pack the court. And it went something like this: Well, if we don't pack the court, then Congress won't be permitted to do things like fix global warming and fix uh, systemic racism and fix inherent inequity in the country. And, and I almost just threw up in my mouth when I heard all that because what he's really saying is right now he's acknowledging that it's unconstitutional uh, for Congress to take the kind of action that he thinks needs to be taken. Otherwise, uh, it, the, the Supreme Court wouldn't get in the way of it. But he wants to add power to the party that wants to fix these things. The second problem with it is it presumes the problem. It presumes that those all those problems exist. I'm not going to comment on it, but it's clearly subject to debate. Whether you think you're on the right side or not, the other side says otherwise. Um, and then finally, it presumes that you have the ability to fix it through some act of Congress. And, and I just find that to be incredibly arrogant and foolish to think that uh, our United States Congress is going to pass some law or issue some regulation that's going to uh, summarily fix a perceived problem with global warming or systemic racism or whatever it is, what you're really doing is taking power to uh, out of somebody's hands, centering it in the hands of the people that you like, and then enforcing it authoritatively so you can get the job done to solve the emergency that you say exists that others may not. 
So that's my take on packing the court. I, I hope I didn't uh, ramble on too much. Uh, again, check it out. Uh, episode 183 of Lawyer Talk. You can get that uh, right there on our website, lawyertalkpodcast.com. You can go to uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, wherever you get your podcast. Go subscribe. Check it out. And while you're at Lawyer Tech, lawyertalkpodcast.com, su- submit a question, submit a topic. I'll kick it around in a Q&A. This one was a little bit longer than normal, but I think the topic's a little bit more complex than normal. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll take it on. If it makes sense and I can get it done, I'll get it done. I, I, got, a, I got a job upstairs, as always. And if you need help, uh, by the way, in any legal issue, uh, you can look us up, ohiolegaldefense.com. That's 614-224-6142. And as I've said before, it's always a good idea just to put that number in your phone right now in the event you might need some legal help on the quick. And with that, we will wrap up this session of Lawyer Talk Q&A off the record on the air, at least until now.